everybody, I'm Dr. Jeff from Newman Chiropractic and we've got Maureen here from Maureen's Meals. Hi. So every single month we put together a longer form video to go over a different pillar of health. So last month we went over movement, right? Yep. And that was a hit. We actually had a ton of people come up to us while grocery shopping. Well, I don't grocery shop, Maureen does the grocery shopping. But yeah, even the owner of Elements Massage in Newburyport left our first comment ever underneath uh, our video on YouTube, which was, it was nice to see that, that yeah. this one really sparked some change in people. But I think it ties into what we're going to talk about today because I think walking can have the perception of boring and not purposeful. Time wasted. Time wasted. Yep. Why would you walk when you can get there so much more efficiently? But yep. I think we have found um, that it's had some real impact and value in terms of our ability to sort of relax and decompress yes um, so and just embracing that yeah so today nowadays it is seen as like a, a badge of honor to constantly be doing stuff mm -hmm. like if i were to tell you or a patient they say well what'd you do this weekend well, i sat around and did nothing oh i was wicked busy i was going all over the place so yeah. what sounds more like what makes me sound better the person that isn't doing anything or the person that's doing a ton We've really developed this mentality in society that we need to be doing something to feel like we are providing anything of value to yeah. uh, to our day, right? Which isn't the case. And what's interesting about that is I was thinking I've been thinking about it lately. Is we've had a lot more sort of relaxing weekends than we're used to. Yes. Right, which has been very refreshing for us. Yeah. But. I was thinking about it just the other day because historically in the past, and my dad always, you know, gives me a hard time. He always calls us the go-go Gillens because we're yeah, always yep. on the go and going here and going there and keeping busy. And when I stopped to think about it the other day, I realized that it was so much of a just distraction mm -hmm. from things that were going on in my life that I didn't want to deal with. Yeah. Um, it was my need to constantly be going was definitely a, an avoidance. And I feel like now that we've sort of settled into a good routine in terms of, you know, both of our yeah. families being together, um, sort of the novelty of our, not the novelty, but you know, like I really, yeah. like we have an established relationship now, so we don't yeah. feel the need to constantly be, be going. going out or yeah. going out, you know, out to dinner or whatever, that we can really just kind of settle into yeah. this very, calm and at times like boring yeah seems boring to to other, other people. people i would assume would think it's boring Most but definitely um but that's okay yeah and i think the point i'm trying to make is if you find yourself sort of caught up in that go 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 mentality yeah like what's the real function behind that why yeah. what is the need to constantly be going yeah constantly be doing something and yeah becoming okay with realizing that it is okay to not be doing anything yeah. is actually extremely valuable for the brain, right? Like it's extremely valuable for the brain to have times of decompression and times that we would kind of, most of us I feel would kind of feel guilty after, right? Mm -hmm. We tend to feel guilty, or at least I do in times of boredom or when I'm feeling lazy, like I'll even attach the term lazy. Oh, I had a lazy day or something. Mm -hmm. Well, I just said, I mean, I didn't really accomplish much, but I mean, there I go just saying, I didn't really accomplish much, but I kind of feel a little guilty about it, but you shouldn't. And what we really noticed with the movement one we did last time with the walking is that 
when you walk and you have really set aside that 20 minute time frame that it takes for me to get to work, that 20 minutes of walking really goes to show that even though, even though you're walking, it's still 20 minutes of time that the world didn't end, right? So like there are faster ways to accomplish like um, transportation, right? There's faster ways to yeah. get to work because we feel like we need to do so much. But if I take the longer time and it takes 20 minutes, everything still turns out to be okay, right? So there's times where that monotony or that not always using that time-saving option actually helps allow the brain to relax a bit and mm -hmm. be in a much better frame of mind. And I think when you can get into the right mindset about it too, and you know, I definitely know that in the past when I've been walking, my mind is on how much of a waste of time it is, mm -hmm. right? I'm thinking about yes. I should be doing something else. But if you can sort of let that go and just really sort of be in that moment, I find yeah, that I, a lot of my um, like creative thoughts in terms of what I'm going to do for the boys or for the family or with school or with the work, like yeah. there's a lot of ideas firing. Yes, and um, that waste of time feeling ends up going by the wayside once you yeah. truly do get into the habit of enjoying it, yeah. right? So there's really that time of that movement really allows you to get into that state of flow, right? When you were mm -hmm. looking about flow of getting into this nice mindset where the creative juices are really going. You're in yeah. your, I've actually found that during especially walking or during activity, the blood flow is so efficient, right? It's going up to the brain, it's firing off your brain, but you aren't overly taxing your body so you can really get the creative juices flowing. Yeah. And some of the best artistic work or best therapeutic work takes place while moving, right? And that flow is really that balance between doing something that isn't too strenuous, but also challenging your mind to yeah. be able to accomplish the, yeah. right? You work, you work on flow with your, you talk about flow with your students, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it has a lot to do too with sort of your passions and giving yourself that time to develop that passion. And I think if, mm -hmm. again, if you can sort of change the purpose of what is normally perceived as a boring walk, Yep. and more as a time to cultivate your passions or to think deeply about something that you care about, then then I think the the impact of that walk takes on a new meaning mm -hmm. and um, I'm lost. You're lost. <laughs> I know, me too. So this is a perfect example of how walking has led to other positive uh, movement habits and relaxation habits. So my father is out right now building a treehouse for the kids. So yeah. he has been someone, he owns Tom's Discount, right? So he's at the store a lot, puttering around. And now he's got my brother and he's got some other managers that are really in a position to be able to manage the store without him there. And now he's been, he's had a hard time finding other things to do to keep himself busy. So he's now been walking to work, which is awesome after the walking video that we put mm -hmm. together. And in that time of walking, he's realized because of that relaxation time yep. that there's a whole bunch of other stuff that he's been able to brainstorm about while he's out there walking to work. And he's decided to build a treehouse for the kids. So he's out there right now <laughs> building a treehouse for the kids. 
So he's just... He's in I his mean, flow state Yeah, he's in here. his flow state. So he's out there building a treehouse right now, cutting up two by fours, building a treehouse. But that walking snowballed into or kind of domino affected into his ability for better brainstorming, better yep. mental flow, and better creat creativity possibility with his... Um, just by walking. Just by just by walking. So we've seen, I think, between the two of us, the benefits that walking, specifically walking outside, mm -hmm. has had on our lives and on our parents' lives. Yes. Right? So your parents have been walking a lot. My mom's been walking a lot more. Um, and I think it's something that we're trying to establish good habits with for the boys. Yep. So that they don't have to, when they're 60, 65 years old, figure this stuff out, yep. right? We're creating this foundation. Yeah, for the first of, time, because a lot of people yeah. come in all the time that don't seem to have strategies. Yeah, strategy and understand that it isn't a waste of time, that there can be mm -hmm. some real value and purpose to walking. Yeah. Um, so you've been really good, and we're very fortunate to have this nice trail yep. to kind of cut through. You've been very good about taking the boys out and, you know, walking down the Anna Rosas or walking to the office. Yep. Um, and I think in particular, we try to use that strategy when we notice the boys being very unsettled. Yeah. So. It's really a, a uh, springboard of when they're really rambunctious in the house and you can tell that they're getting itchy with each other. Yeah. We'll send them outside. And like them being outside, they're able to move around, which then calms those nerves a little bit and allows them to get in a more relaxed state. And then the walking that we do out in the trail, that is a an, a larger level or a bigger level of that ability for them to do yes. that. That's what, that's what you're getting to. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to get to. Instead of always just sort of opening the door and shoving them outside yes. and go run around, mm -hmm. there's more of an intentional an intentionality in getting them outside. So yeah. now they're walk because they have the tendency, I think, to get outside in that high level, that like hyper aroused state. Yeah. If they're just kind of running around, yeah. can be maintained. Whereas if you go on a nice walk in the woods, yeah. you know, the purpose is obviously um, to calm their bodies. And we have found, I think, sort of consistently that them being outside and being out in nature yep. has an incredibly calming effect on them. Big time. And that's really one of the things that humans have always been more relaxed when they're tinkering out in nature, right? So you mm -hmm. see the kids, and we went on a walk yesterday. We walked all the way over to this area where there's some frozen, there's like a frozen little pond area. It just pulls up water. And we were taking rocks and we were throwing them on the ice and they were just feeling the rocks, finding the rocks that they wanted. Mm -hmm. And they were all throwing the rocks in onto it, seeing if they could get it to break the ice. And they were, they were really becoming more creative in their mind, and those creative juices were flowing. They were, they had moved out there, which had turned them into that more kind of critical thinking stage. And then we were, they were looking at, they look at a lot of the sticks or the branches and all that, and they tinker around with a lot of that. And then, especially humans, we do well when we are focused on building stuff with our hands, right? So. The hands are extremely valuable, so that tactile um, experience. Mm -hmm. So we went out with that purpose. We got to do some creative stuff there. We ended up 
go into the office printing out some coloring book pages of Pokemon, and then we walked all the way back, and they were in this entirely different frame of mind than they were an hour, an hour prior. And it wasn't even, <coughs> excuse me, um, that they were tired or fatigued from walking. They were just calm. Like, they came, and they yes. sat at the table, and they just yeah. calmly colored. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't the same as if they're tired and they're not as engaged with each other. Like yeah. there was great conversation happening between them. Yep. I view tiredness as whiny and an yeah. an anxious. <coughs> Which was not the case at all yesterday. No, they were very engaged and very energetic. And they walked two miles. Yeah. They little they did a little their little trek two miles and they came home yeah. with some coloring book pages and they just colored away. And I think the key with anything like that is making them aware of it as well yeah and making them sort of take the time to reflect on well how do I feel different what did I feel like when we went on the walk mm -hmm. what's different now that we're back home so that they can start to see the benefit of using those types of strategies yeah and I really think it's valuable to continue to allow them to have those times because mm -hmm. too many patients now I mean too many people they just are so caught up in the fact that if, I mean, I sit down and I color. Yeah. If I if the person my age sat down and colored, I'd say ninety percent of them would feel weird about it. Yeah. Like I build puzzles. I like building Legos. Mm -hmm. I color. Those things seem wicked lame, right, for an yeah. adult. But I love it. Or it's not, you know. It seems like a complete waste of a time. A waste. I was gonna say a waste of time a in terms waste of, of time. typical adult expectations. Yeah. Right. But they're not. They, when 80% of the population is suffering from one chronic disease or another, and depression rates, suicide rates, anxiety rates are just skyrocketing, then the average person is unhealthy in a, in a mental state to a mm -hmm. degree. So that means that if you're doing something that's a little different than the norm, you may have found something. Yeah. So I think that we've got to be a little better about allowing the easy things, such as not doing anything, to become more okay, right? We got to yeah. become more okay with not doing anything. Now there's the flip side of doing nothing with, what are they called? Um, passive. They passive. There we go. So passive engagement. So there's a difference between active engagement and passive engagement. So active engagement is when we are building something or creating something primarily with our hands and engaging with something uh, more physically. And then it's everything we've talked about so far. Yes. Everything we've talked about is active engagement and then becoming more okay with consuming passive passive engagement options is something we want to try to stay away from. Right? So everything we've talked about have been little tips to actively engage with things, watching TV shows for hours at a time throughout the day, playing video games for hours at a time during the day, more of those passive engagement options may not be the types of things that you really want to take, may not, you may not want to utilize those to help get you relaxed. Mm -hmm. A lot of passive engagement stuff doesn't necessarily bring you into that same relaxed state of mind that right. the active engagement stuff does. Yeah. And like we've talked about before, not that we're going to get into it, but a lot of times those 
activities that you use to pacify the time, video games and iPads and whatever, yeah, actually have the opposite effect. Yeah. Um, and you've written about that before, so there's plenty of information about mm -hmm. um, sort of the role that technology plays in, in that. Yes. Um, on the Newman Experience. Yeah, the Newman Experience page. So you can check that all out there. Anything else you want to add? No. No? We're keep about, on walking. Yeah, keep on walking. Try to spin that in, springboard that into more relaxation habits of active engagement, mm -hmm. right? Active engagement options such as reading a book, listening to some music, building some puzzles, some Legos, building a treehouse. There we go, building those a treehouse. Those types of things. Yeah, those are all the key, all right? Try those out. Try to get that, those movement habits, hold on to them, and springboard them into some relaxation habits and see what we've got next month, okay? So make sure to subscribe below, turn the notifications on so that you'll know when these come out. We send them out every month with our newsletter. So if you want to hop on and sign up for our newsletter, you can do that too. And we'll see you soon. Thanks. Oh, am I supposed to say something at the end? No, you don't have to. <laughs>